Then we just slap a couple of sacks of flour on Stephen Merchant's back and we tell him to get on all fours. You got a camel. Easy. Well, welcome to the George Rockle Schmidt Show, some shit that you'll put on in the background whilst you're doing something else. How are you, Damien? I am very well, despite the conversation we had five minutes before we came on air. I'm absolutely fine. Well, you mean the conversation about, about what your Jägermeister drinking? <laughs> no, or, you, you know that's bullshit. I don't talk about my drinking. I keep that, I, I kind of conceal that from everybody. It, you don't talk about your drinking because it's just secret. a given, right? <laughs> like, like, people don't, you know, people don't talk about about Mrs. Laramie's kid, you know, the one, the one with the weird eyes, because everyone's used to it. Everyone knows about it. No one talks about you drinking because of the same reasons. It's like, oh, that's Damien. Yeah, Those yeah, legs in that mud, that's Damien. <laughs> I've been waiting on the phone call when you tell me you've got cirrhosis of the liver. I mean, fucking hell, you've been disappointing. Dis- Damien, I'm waiting for the phone call where you tell me you've got cirrhosis of the brain. <laughs> I don't think that's possible. I think at this point it is, uh, it's been stewed in so much alcohol that it's, it's practically pickled. Is it cirrhosis or psoriasis? I thought it was psori- no, no, psoriasis, I think, is an affliction oh, of the spine. Oh, psoriasis is the Egyptian god. <laughs> I thought for a second, I thought for a second I came in with some bona fide knowledge then. What did you say? It's affliction of the body. The, yeah, the spine. I thought, uh, no, so I'm thinking of scoliosis. Fuck that. Fuck what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, now I need to find out what psoriasis is. Psoriasis, no, it's a skin condition. It's like eczema or something like that, I think. Right. Okay, good. But for maybe not for the face, but maybe for the face. I don't know. Does psoriasis af- affect the face? Let's have a look. Do you know what happened this week to me, Damien, in an act of uh, st- extreme stupidity? Yes, but I'm going to pretend like I don't. Do tell. Oh, well, you don't know. Okay, well, this is my perfect opportunity to make you look like a callous dick. Uh, <laughs> I got AIDS from giving blood to homeless children. Oh, really? Yeah, no, I mean, no, I wasn't, like, drawing it or anything. I was just giving bags of blood to them. <laughs> so the fact that I've been, you know, fed by any kind of food on them. Is, is, is kind of baffling because no no needles ever kind of... No needles ever probed me. When I say I was giving blood to homeless children, I was bleeding on some kids. <laughs> just ripping out my teeth. I was on another bender. It's It was quite a horrific experience. I don't even remember the time in the drunk tank at all, but, uh, you know... Uh, I do remember the doctor's note, and uh, that was quite harrowing. Um, but it's fine. I kind of, I, myself, I have a death wish, so I'm, I'm embracing this news. It finally puts a cap on this miserable existence. Have you ever been to a drunk tank? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. it's a, uh, it's a miserable fucking experience. Yeah. What, what were you doing? Were you on a day trip? I was on a day trip. No. No, I. Had to, I yeah. It was a. It was. Scene deleted. Yes, kind of. No, was, um, you remember Sophie, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this, after one night where she kind of s- slashed my fucking dad's arm to fucking pieces and fucking ran around the house, fucking ransacked the house, fucking stark bollock naked, smashing shit than the other. I think but we should we should kind of forget about it. T- no, I think we should tell the listener here that cirrhosis is a pit bull. <laughs> cirrhosis. Sophie. Oh, now now Sophie and cirrhosis is. The same thing in my mind. Oh, Sophie dear. is a pit bull. Well, she, I mean, she should be cirrhosis incarnate, but um, last I heard that she, she actually managed to have another child, so okay. I don't know, maybe she managed to curb her, curb her drinking, I don't know, or it's a very severely debilitated child. Um, well, you, you, what? That's quite a leap. She managed to have another child, therefore she curbed her drinking. 
Unlikely. <laughs> well, I just feel like... I mean, I saw the way this woman would drink, and I just feel like it would be very difficult for someone like her to have brought a child to bear under those circumstances. Brought um, to so, be- not to bear, not to, to term, sorry. Fucking hell. Brought a child to term under those circumstances. <laughs> brought a child, <laughs> brought a child to, to justice bear. under those circumstances. <laughs> you there, answer for your crimes of by, by drunk tank, you know I, I'm talk- we're talking about, you know, like the the box someone throws you into when you're too drunk. Not, not a drunk... Never mind. Yeah, no, I, I mean, the story was that she had, she was apprehended and we had to fucking sign her out. Oh. Yeah, fun stuff. And, yeah, and I've... I've Did you get yeah. a look in? Was it well, not really, smoke, no, any Stenders music? No, I mean, it's it's uh, it, it was just the corridor full of rooms, you know, with these kind of almost blacked out doors except for a visor, really. They would just kind of, like, talk, communicate through. Um, and we knew what room she was in, but... Um, there was a corridor with, I would say, like a dozen of these. Uh, these well, they were jails basically, jail cells. But there was something across from. Um, it was just round from like the reception, right? It was weird because it's not what I expected a police station to be. It was almost like a hospital when you walked in. Um, but there was one one cell by itself, just across from uh, from the desk, and like. They had they had someone some fucking in some absolute nutter in there. Yeah. When we came to pick her up, and this guy, like the, the, I saw, there were a couple of the police officers around. They were just like, they they were just they wouldn't bat an eyelid. You know, like the receptionist kind of like looked up a couple of times, and there was just he was like screaming and screaming about all this uh, co- completely incoherent bullshit. Um, and it was yeah, it didn't face anyone except for this uh, receptionist a couple of times. And when when it did, they kind of uh, one of the guys turned up and said, "Like he's been in there for a couple of hours now. Uh, th- he's probably got about another ninety minutes left before he fucking ties himself out." But this dude, right, was, was fucking terrifying. It's like he's belting all this shit out at the top of his fucking voice. He is. I mean, he, this guy wasn't pissed. He was on something else. He was absolutely off his fucking tits. But you would hear these huge fucking thumps. And at first, you know, you just reckon it's one of the walls and what have you. And after a while, it was against the door. And you, when you saw it fucking shake and what have you, and the, by the, judging by the sound of it, you, I couldn't figure out what it was. But after a while, the, the only kind of ex- explanation was that this guy was obviously running fucking headlong into these fucking things over and over again. And it was, it was constant. And it was... Well, I'm I'm making the presumption that it was like head fucking first into these things, but he was <laughs> arse first. He was doing some some like arse athletics down there. It was a full body fucking thrust into something, right? And he was doing it like three times a minute. You know, it's yeah. this huge terror. It, it was fucking terrifying. You know, it was yeah. It was like there may as well have been a fucking raptor on the other side of that fucking door. You know, this guy would do it. He'd obviously recuperate because he was in a lot of fucking pain, even if he wasn't feeling all of it. And he'd just go for it again in like 20 seconds. Like, what the fuck? And these guys, you know, I, much like the receptionist, I was like, what is this? Yeah. And these, they did not fucking give a shit. It was like commonplace for these guys. I was like, what yeah. on earth? What on earth do you have to fucking deal with? What a miserable fucking job you have. Yeah, no, I've often thought that as well. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, like, granted, these guys are like six foot four. They're built like tanks, right? They, I mean, it's not like these things don't perturb them, but they they've handled it so much. They're, they're obviously so 
kind of well groomed for it, you know. Mm-hmm. It's nowhere near as as much of a fucking crisis if I was trying to deal with this person. But fucking hell. Well, yeah. I mean, I you know, kind of on the flip side of that, I remember being in a hospital once where um, there was this old lady, this little old lady who was, I think she was about eighty, and uh, uh, she was uh, laying on this bed, and I can't remember what was happening, but I think she had something like renal cancer Ooh. Uh, or something. She had, you know, and she was she was pretty ill. Like I don't know how ill she was. Maybe she recovered later but right there where i was kind of seeing her she was pretty ill and she kept saying uh i'm she, well I, in her old lady voice I, which is obviously just like a pigeon oh i'm so ill oh i'm a ghost oh i'm so i i'm in so much pain and she was saying i'm in so much pain please help me and she was saying this over and over again and they couldn't give her anything um because she was waiting for an operation. Oh, so what it was, was she was asking for water. She was saying she was in so much pain and she just wanted some water. And it was like the most weird thing watching all these people around her, like these nurses walking back and forth, ignore her. And obviously they had to because, uh, you know, she couldn't have any water before her operation. But it was, right, but yeah, I don't know course, if she understood yeah. that. And it was just, it was just kind of distressing in a weird way. Yeah, no, I, I kind of forgot that. Yeah, I suppose she would have to be normal by mouth. But I was, I was thinking, like, yeah. So all these people were walking past. It's like, dude, she wasn't asking for morphine. No one could have given her any kind of water. But yeah, like, I suppose that does make a little bit of sense. But no, she couldn't. Yeah, she wasn't allowed to have any water. Um, Fuck. Like people knew. Yeah, people knew what she wanted. I, 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 I watched it as, um, someone put it on. As someone put it on. As someone responded to her first. Uh, you know, like her first request, her first button request, you know, when you can like buzz the nurse. Mm-hmm. Someone responded and they came and they said, oh, we can't give you any water, Marjorie. Because you're a piece of shit and we don't like you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> you disgust me, Marjorie, that's why. You know what you did. You, you know, know why what you're you here. did. You were yeah, in that accident. You were behind the wheel. No, it's just, it's she's she's already dead. She's She's just in the afterlife and the afterlife is... Well, you're an 80-year-old, and, and you spent, I mean, 99% of your life not just doing good, but really helping people. But when you were 16, you said something really nasty to one of your friends. So for that, no water. <laughs> but behind their back, which will give, will give you a little bit of leeway, but you'll have to wait 20 years, okay? So fucking buckle up. Welcome to heaven. It is a tyranny. <laughs> um, so... So okay. did, yeah, did yeah, did something actually happen to you this week beyond you know infecting small children, or was it just a bit of a segue? Uh, no, I don't know how we got onto that. But what what happened was uh, I got a new TV. And... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, before I blacked out, all I remember was do you remember when you were in a drunk tank? So yeah, no, I had a new TV. <laughs> I got a new TV, and um, uh, I had to get it because. Uh, my old TV, which which was pretty old, died, and uh, I'd been watching, believe it or not, The Hobbit on uh, Amazon or The Hobbit on an online digital service. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, they're not going to uh, pay us for that plug. And I've been watching it. <laughs> That's right. So we've got to scrub all that out. <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fuck affordable. <laughs> I mean, seriously though, isn't isn't a dollar a day to shave your face? Isn't that like an extreme amount to spend? Shaving your face. <laughs> what, a ter- what a terrible idea. Go fuck yourself. 
I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna steer us in the way of Audible, but yeah, no, Dollar Shave's good. Oh, Wix, <laughs> it's a scam. Everybody knows it. <laughs> yes, no, I agree. It's fucking bullshit. Um, but anyway, I, I was watching The Hobbit, and I was halfway through, it and my TV died, so I bought a new TV, and I started watching it, The Hobbit, and I'm, I'm sat there, and I'm like, this instantly, twenty seconds in, I'm like, this looks terrible now it's a much sharper image but this looks terrible and i'm watching it and it it dawns on me oh the hobbit peter jackson filmed it in 48 frames per second not 24 no i i heard it was i thought it was uh 60 fps is that not right was it okay yeah i heard a lot of people it made a lot of people really fucking really sick or really kind of yeah it just didn't look right it was really bizarre but I heard it was, no, yeah, I thought it was no, right up there. It was, I, it's I 40, it was 48, yeah. It's, okay. It's 40, yeah, it's 48, which is twice as much as normal. So I'm sat there and I'm watching this and I'm thinking, oh, this 48 is utter shit. I can't believe he did this to his own movie. This is terrible. It looks like a video game. And I thought, oh, well, I didn't really have an opinion on 48 before. My old TV, which was only 720, it obviously couldn't handle the, the frames or whatever. It was obviously just putting it down to 24, where it looked fine. And then I watched Frasier, and I thought, when did they start filming Frasier in 48 frames per second? <laughs> and what it was, was uh, my, my TV came with uh, an option on, uh, on by standard, which is eliminating motion blur, and it just makes everything look garbage. Right, Very okay. crisp, but garbage. Uh, and I went back and I watched some of The Hobbit, and honestly, I don't maybe... Maybe because I'm watching just through a TV, but I just couldn't tell the difference with 48 frames per second. Right, okay. I have not been um, attuned to stuff like that. I've kind of remedied that situation. I know I've got smart TVs that are capable of the same thing, but I've always remedied, remedied it with, um, well, just but just by drinking. And then, you know, the motion blur comes back into place absolutely fine. It's everything that uh, I expect. And yeah, no, it's very much in line with that. No mm-hmm. problems whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you obviously figured out a way of um, not... Um, distorting your view of Frasier and um, that that is that is a very important thing yeah I, I mean so anyway th- there you go that's that's my oh my god I'll just kill myself my life is so boring the Hobbit I was watching The Hobbit Damien uh, I was I've, watching The Fucking Hobbit yeah yeah well I, I've watched The Hobbit and I've watched the movies that have preceded that as well but I uh, there are no stories there it was just a dark time where there was seemingly nothing <laughs> there else was, there to was watch. time to fill yeah, and just to say, with with the Hobbit, I'm pretty sure that I probably watched the 24 FPS version, so I, I've no opinion still. <laughs> so I like basically I watched I watched literally an hour and a half an hour and a half of this movie, thinking this is awful, this looks terrible. It looked absolutely fine before, and now it looks terrible. And you you and were I so just watched, sure. I, it was not a pleasant experience to watch it. Thanks, fucking Samsung. Do you remember that Samsung you had? We could do an anti-advert for Samsung. Yeah, that's right. You oh, get the Samsung, Samsung TV. You turn it upside down whilst you're high to watch, to watch <laughs> The Simpsons. You turn it up and down. It can't take being turned up and up, upside down a few times. That's bullshit. We never did that. We had a handy feature on the computer um, that we would go into our video preferences. It would 180 the fucking thing. So yeah, we only found that after, after the first time. <laughs> after we were picking glass out of our face. How do you how do you turn a TV upside down like that? Because I seem to remember it was on a table. Uh, I think did we just lean it against something? Yeah, I think we, we we must have laid down quite a few pillows on because we had this tiny coffee table for it, so we would have put down a few cushions to kind of 
brace the frame of the TV because obviously there was no stand on the bottom. I guess we pushed that back to the wall, so we would just, yeah. Yeah, no, we must have just lent it against the wall, but we would have padded it beforehand. Oh, it's an interesting sort of high when you're like, let's turn the TV upside down. Yeah, yeah, and obviously, you know, what we would do after that was that we'd lie kind of facing, yeah, we'd lie on our backs and just kind of look up at the TV. It was So it was looked the right way up. One of us said, wouldn't it be good if we could get the TV on the ceiling? And somehow, <laughs> somehow one of us decided, oh, well, that's probably really dangerous. Yeah, we don't have enough blue tape for that shit. We don't have enough blue tape. We don't have enough duct tape. Which was, you know, it, it survived a lot of beatings. But then kind of one day, I seem to remember, it's not like we were, yeah, for no reason. It was of like 11 o'clock in the morning. You just kind of put it on, like, fine. I'm up earlier than I should be. I'll just put some shot on TV while I have 11 o'clock in the morning, we'd just gone to bed. <laughs> you just it was gone a to Monday bed, morning. <laughs> I'd just gotten up after four hours of sleep. Um, right, okay. But yeah, I, I, I hit fucking the standby button on the remote, and there's just this huge puff of fucking smoke after a nice... Fu- this loud fucking snap comes from the back. Yeah, it just went up in fucking smoke for seemingly no reason. And after... It just never worked again. And at that point, the TV was all of 18 months old. So That's, that's not true. It was older than that. Not much older. Mm. We were in that... At that point, we'd been in the flat for maybe just over a year, and I had the TV... Like- from like maybe six months before that, so maybe pushing two years. It, I will have it, paid for it, like finished paid, paying for it at best a year ago. It was, what, at best a year ago now? <laughs> it was a fucking expensive TV at the time. Yeah, you, you were paying like... Yes. £36 for eight years, yeah. It was you like fucking eight, it was five grand. <laughs> paying like 80p a month. <laughs> or a week. Um, yeah, well, anyway... Uh, I watched The Hobbit, and in The Hobbit, they have a nice moment where a troll says, "You what?" And uh, <laughs> I thought, well, why not? Why not combine that with some of the room? So I made this. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. All right, Tommy. How's the face? I have a problem with Lisa. She said that I hit her. <sighs> you what? That you hot her? Did you say? No, it's not true. Don't even ask. Okay. What's new with you? Uh, well, I, I was wondering if, uh, if in your opinion, Tommy... Yeah? In your opinion, is it weird if your shit smells like Jägermeister? What makes you say that? I was drinking some Jägermeister the other day. And in my morning ablutions the day after, I couldn't smell anything, but... I don't have to worry about that because Lisa is loyal to me. Do you think she looks like that Muppet with the eyebrows? You know, Sam the Eagle. What a story, Mark. Sometimes I get so down in the dumps. I wish I was a Muppet. Think about ending it. I'm so happy I have you as my best friend. And I love Lisa so much. I fucking hate the roof. I'm hungry. Well, maybe you should have a girl, Mark. I was thinking more about cheese on toast and gravy. You what? Or, or, or we won't. We'll just kind of... Uh, or we'll roll it simultaneous. We'll just talk over. How about that? Just talk about something else. Oh, I had some chips the other day. Nom, nom, nom. Yeah, it was fucking bullshit. You had I had no some dip. chips the other day. It was bullshit. It was bullshit. No dip. You know, I had to mix soy sauce and some fucking pureed onions. Tomato puree, not pureed onions. It was horrible. 
Yeah, tomato puree. Yeah, because that would be. Well, am I thinking yeah. it was kind of like ketchup if you look at it from a distance? Speaking of uh, <laughs> sp- speaking of bollocks, I remember uh, watching a documentary with Peter Mandelson. Uh, who? How would you describe Peter Mandelson to a, a non-British person? Uh, uh, he the, he was the the power behind the throne when Tony Blair was on the throne. Yeah, that makes sense. That's how thrones work here. It's like Star Wars Episode One. Yes, definitely. Um, I'm, I'm glad you you kind of you, you popped in there because, uh, oof, oof, I was, was going to show I, I was going to show myself up and expose myself as uh, someone entirely ignorant. Which you what know, we, what were we going to say about Peter Mandels? I have no idea. I, I, all I know is that it's he's way too whatever he was relevant for is just so so far behind me now that I couldn't possibly tell you. He was. All a really, I remember that he was yeah, it's yeah, like doing some of that stuff for that that diabolical company that we worked for long ago and that was one of the names that i have to copy and paste into a graph that i'd animate for them that's my memory of peter mandelson right so peter mandelson was an important not elected political figure in britain uh, and a little and you know he he was around for a while but anyway there was a documentary i think he was actually trying to get elected uh, to be an mp there was a documentary which was trying to make him look like a man of the people and he went to uh a chippy, a fish and chip shop, to buy some fish and chips. And he went up to the the counter and he was like, oh, yes, I love fish and chips. I come here all the time. And he looked into the, the counter through the glass and he saw some mushy peas and he, he turned to the camera and he went, oh, look, guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> and they fucking kept it in. Oh, dear. Oh. It, like with your impression, it sounds like a fucking Nick Park thing. He may as well have had his fucking hands up. But ooh, grommet. I mean, obviously this is a, this is an audio podcast, but nevertheless, I did actually put my hands up and shake them left to right. Oh, I am ba- oh everyone cringed then. Oh, oh, grommet. Oh, yes. that's horrible. Oh, I love you, sentient oven. Oh <laughs> well, uh, so Damien, we should talk about the room. Oh, okay. Um, yes, delightful. See you next so, time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't. I didn't mention. I didn't say it earlier. But kudos for putting in that time, Earth. I, I had this this hunch that when I suggested it, you know. You, you you remained positive during the recording, but you fucking rolled your eyes when I said it. it's like fuck. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to do this work now. You piece of shit. You no, I'd have just cut you out. I'd have <laughs> just cut that bit out. Well, I had that I also funny. had that I had that suspicion as well. So when I went back to to check it out, I was very surprised. Maybe this is a, this is a gleefully po- podcast. I need any any fucking gimmick, any crutch I can get. <laughs> I don't see why. We do say that we're going to have a topic each week. It should be very easy to fucking put churn one of these motherfuckers out. It's like... <laughs> there's a million videos on the room, and and about 10% of them are people who've written down their ideas, right? You know, that's the nature of YouTube. 90% of, the, of them are just people talking about, like, oh, I didn't like the room. You know, oh, this bit wasn't very good. We can't even do that. No, we can't even do that. It's just like... Damien, I, I went for a bike ride the other day and then I sat down and the bike didn't have a bloody seat. Oh, grommet! <laughs> it's just as well. I had no pants. Oh. It Many went beans. right at my jacksie. 
I shat on my bike. I shat inside my bike because it had no seat, you know, because you know, the, the steel, steel rods are actually hollow. So, if, you know, when I perched above it, when it had no seat, I could shoot straight in it. There you go. Um, so, Damien, describe the room oh, in seven dear. words. Hang on, not great, but by beloved by... Yeah, there you go. Not great, but be- beloved by all. There you go. So y- okay, good. So you, you've just seen this for the first time. But yeah, no. The one thing, one of the things about it, one of the re- reasons I abstained from watching this movie for so long is that uh, everyone that we talked about talk about it would say it's one of those things you have to watch in a certain environment. Um, yeah, and that's one, true. Y- you'd always say it's uh, you have to go to a public screening and kind of really be up for it, really get a little bit shit faced and kind of shout the TV, shout the screen, what have you, or just kind of be around friends and kind of be doing the same thing in a small env- environment. And I kind of, I really kind of get that, and that was really what i wanted to do but you, you know um, you, you're you're 39 you're not going to start making friends now that's what you're saying no right? not at all well not yeah i mean i've been tr- film with fuck that i've I, well i've been trying to do it for like the last 10 years trying to go to what's it like the prince charles and what have you but no one would ever go so here i am 10 years later and i finally had to bite the bullet and watch it myself on a very small laptop by myself and uh unsurprisingly <laughs> And unsurprisingly, it did not have the the appeal that I I thought it would have. But I I can I I very much feel like had I seen it in the right environment, I'd have been I'd have been with everybody else, fucking slinging shit at the screen and just kind of laughing along with it. Um, the Room is one of these films that's been compared with Neil Breen's stuff by people such as me. What do you think? <laughs> is is the Room? Can you compare the Room to Double Down? Uh, yes, in the same way that you know uh, Tommy Wiseau felt the need to get his weird buttocks in front of the camera, but as he kind of grinded on an uncomfortable actress. Tommy Wiseau is is pretty much this auteur, in a way. I find it fascinating thinking why did he decide to do that, and and I actually going to like Tommy Wiseau's ass and why it's in there and everything. <laughs> I actually think that um, Tommy Wiseau is completely different to Neil Breen. I think Neil Breen used his film um, maybe to say, maybe to give out the message that he believes in and everything, but also as a bit of an excuse to cop a feel. And I actually don't think that with Tommy Wiseau. I don't think that Tommy Wiseau was creeping on anyone in, in this watching it. I think that he wanted to make a beautiful artistic film, and I think that's what he was doing. I think that's what he thinks he was doing. Yeah, no, I, I agree, actually. Um, I really do kind of feel that you know tommy wise i really wanted to make a movie i did hear that when a, in in the run-up to the movie the way one of the ways that he kind of raised the money that he was that he was like bootlegging leather jackets and stuff like that uh, in south korea. um sorry in south korea was it is that is that true i don't know I, I don't know that's what he said you know Right, okay. But, you know, that shows, like, some kind of intelligence as an entrepreneur, really. I mean, right. like, you can question all the kind of creative choices, which are all kind of baffling, Baffling, really. yeah. That, that's that's why it's interesting. They're baffling. But, I mean, the guy put... He really did kind of, like, put in the work, and he clearly yep. demonstrates an intelligence with other things. I mean, a lot. I think a lot of people on the surface kind of like to point at this guy and be like, yeah, this guy's obviously mental, yep. but he's... He clearly is of capacity and has had, you know, as much as people like tried to kind of deride it, it is an accomplishment to have made this pretty much off his own back, really. He made it with, he yep. made it with his own money with very few people. I mean, it's, it's, it is an accomplishment, albeit a very 
bizarre one by by a lot of people from the outside. But yeah, it's it's it is a an impressive amount of work. Yeah, he he did it, didn't he? He tried, he tried mm. to do it, and I do think looking at it, it's sincere because here's my here's my theory about the room. It's about Tommy Wiseau in real life. Tommy Wiseau had a girlfriend and she hurt him, right? Because Tommy Wiseau is Johnny and he is this great guy who pays for the the retarded young man next door from the 90s to go to college and he pays for him to have an apartment and he's got this um, young fiancé who doesn't seem to work and he, he pays for her and he's really kind and he gives people money and he, he's very romantic and they all fuck him, right? They're all horrible people. Everyone's horrible around him. The, mm-hmm. ki- the kid he's trying to help, drugs. The fiancé <laughs> fiance he's, he's snatched up and he's promised a life with, cheater. His best friend, cheating on him. There's a bit where Mark and Sam cheat on Johnny, right? And it's just exactly the same scene. It's this passionate scene, you know, where they're making out and she's touching his chest and He's like burying his face into a neck and going, oh. Yeah, now one mistake I did make watching this is that uh, for for true immersion, I uh, I, I listened to it with headphones and I, with I really do hand. regret. <laughs> well, how could I not 20 seconds in? Yeah. But uh, it was a very uncomfortable mistake to have made when these things started to happen. Because they were very heavy on the male grunting as well. It was. Uh, they were. Yeah, if you, if you close your eyes, which I did, what, why? You, 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 you just don't see Lisa there. Well, well. Yeah. An, a, anyway, what I was going to say <laughs> Moving was... Moving on. <laughs> was, there is a reason that he's filmed those things the same way. Because there is thought that's gone into this, and it's, not, it's obviously not a lazy thing, uh, a lazy shoot. You know, people are doing focus pulls, there is camera movement and things. It may have been disastrous, but I don't think it was half-assed, really. There's a reason that, as the director, Tommy Wiseau has decided that you love making the you love making scenes with me will look the same as the love-making scenes with Greg. And I, I don't think it's about copying a feel or anything like that. I think it's like, look how much she betrayed me. Look how much she betrayed me. She had sex with him the same way she has sex with me in this romantic way. And I think that's the answer. And I think that shows that even though it, it certainly isn't, this really was an attempt at a piece of legitimate art. I think he thought, like, this is going to blow people out of the fucking water. This is going to be the most romantic film. guess one of the things that I'm kind of still hung up on so fresh off the movie, uh, was so fresh off my first viewing, is uh, is the dubbing. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I don't understand what was happening on, on set. Really, or you know, at the time of the the, the shoots, that uh, that everything that you know Tommy Wiseau is saying has to be had to, had to be re-recorded. I mean, in some right. cases, obviously, the it just doesn't correlate with what it, whatever his mouth is doing. It's uh, you're you're right. He had to redo most of his lines in post. He had to ADR stuff. Um, apparently, on set, he was quite distracted, and he would do shit. That was nothing to do with the film. He would forget his lines. He would miss cues. We've all heard these stories, I guess, of of kind of like, you know, take 20, and it's a simple fucking take where he has to say one line. I, I don't know. I'm almost tempted to say, like, on some level, this guy is a genius. <laughs> like, maybe he's We've like a logistical two, genius. Uh, well, like you've he, definitely brought 
two yeah. uh, Kubrick parallels into the equation. So I think you're gonna you're gonna bring us home. I think soon, aren't you? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just think that he's he's got some sort of like really kind of fascinating level of NPD. Narcissism is so strong in him, but at the same time, I don't I don't know. I don't dislike him. Bizarrely, I don't dislike Tommy Wiseau. No, not at all. Um... And I do quite dislike Neil Breen, if I'm honest. I, 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 maybe I don't dislike him, but I, I don't get good vibes off Neil Breen. No, well, I, I think we, he keeps going back to that sh- uh, the shot in Double Down where um, <laughs> he's in you've the got pool. where he's in the pool, and uh, I, when I remember it, there is no score at all. It is almost entirely silent, except for the sounds of the water rippling and it's uh, <laughs> the cameraman sobbing. Yeah, a little bit. It's a, it's very uncomfortable, and like, um, we kind of like you know uh, joked at the time that you know this whole th- this whole project was just an excuse to kind of grind up against uh, whoever this actress was, who we kind of supposed was someone that works the same used car lot that Neil Breen does, or something yeah. like that. Like she's the young receptionist or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I suppose in kind of like doubling back to what we said that you know even though it, it seems to be it, it's obviously very amateurishly done, but it's done with considerable. It's done with earnest, really. Um, You're talking about the room, the room, yeah. But isn't Double Down done with earnest? I mean, he really does believe he's Jesus. Uh, I think the movie was simply a byproduct of Neil Breen thinking that he's Jesus, really. You mean you mean that him that his sort of ego led to the movie, whereas you, yes. you don't think that in the room. Well, I know there's obviously a tremendous amount of ego behind the room as well, but I kind of feel like Tommy Wiseau was definitely much more interested in the making product. a movie. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, like even if we go back to saying, uh, uh, talking about how we speculate he how he he would raise the money um, for this thing, uh, you know, he put a great deal of effort into doing this, that, and the other. And I don't feel like Neil Breen did any of that stuff. We we would like shit on all the stock footage that you would see and like double down all this kind of stuff. And it's just it's. Feels like for Neil Breen that he had like a he had a very limited budget, but he was not prepared to kind of do anything else to kind of remedy right that and I, went yes. the cheapest way possible. You're absolutely right. I mean, I mean, I respect Neil Breen for doing it. You know, good on you. But also, I mean, he is an architect, and it it looks like his films were made on like ten grand if, or at ma- at most. And you kind of think, well, couldn't you have? Couldn't you have couldn't even got, done? Couldn't you even got someone to hold the camera for you, Neil Breen? I did like seeing more than one person on camera, you know, any given time, which is something which is sorely lacking in Double Down, I'm sure. Except for, I'm sure, like 20 seconds. Of- there's, there's a lot of The Room, which looks like a 2003 sort of era movie. There's a lot of it that looks absolutely fine. There's bits where, I mean, don't get me wrong, it might look like a bit of a cheap TV show, but it looks like it's crude. There's, you know, there's moments where someone steps towards the camera, the camera moves back, and the focus is pulled. I mean, mm-hmm. that's you know, that's pretty, pretty that's good. Work. That's work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that effort. is that is technique. Yeah, yeah. I was always, uh, I liked the, the the scenes on the rooftop because at the very least, you know, they either had a matte painting or, or a blue screen there, and that it was work in post. You know, which is, I don't think this, uh, I don't think Double Down can kind of lay claim to that. You know. I think they just kind of popped the fucking tape out of the uh, <laughs> out of the, out of the Sony fucking handy cam, and that was it. Send it straight off into an envelope. Done. I can't believe you are dead. I cannot believe you are dead. I can't believe you would kill yourself, Damien. I can't believe you're dead from killing yourself. These chocodiles. <laughs> oh my god. You what? These chocodiles. These chocodiles. I think that Neil Breen's work, Double Down at Al, 
I think that they're, they're far more impenetrable than the room. Do you know what I mean? I, I Like, I almost think that the room... It, it could have been a script written by Tommy Wiseau that someone else directed, or it could have been a script written by another person and Tommy Wiseau directed it, and it might have come out even kind of normal. I don't think good, probably cheesy, and, and probably there would be kind of weird bits in there, but if he hadn't have controlled all of it, I think it could have been something much better and also far less remarkable. Yeah, that I was about to say, I think I think you're kind of almost entirely right there, but you know, I think the end product, if that were the uh, circumstances, would have been something entirely forgettable because I think there are a million things that we could kind of just, we could tune into on ITV at mm-hmm. like fucking half three in the afternoon because- and we could see almost exactly the same fucking thing and we would never... We'd never fucking think about it ever again. Right. I seem to remember when you visited at Christmas, there was something uh, that we 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 put we we put on at like yeah, as I say, ITV at like fucking half three in the afternoon, just after Judge Rinder, and we we're like, yeah, this is going to be amazing. Oh and yeah, for whatever it, reason. It was about the it was about the um, the woman on the motorbike. The woman on the yeah. Motorbike. It was about a woman on a motorbike, and she looks at the motorbike, and it she presses go, and it went. Yeah, see, I don't even remember a motorbike. I remember some kind of there was. It was. I, mean, I would say like a tawdry love subplot. It was a love triangle. It was a subplot, yeah. It was a. It was the plot. Some kind of disastrous romance with these. I don't know, some miserable housewife, um, and some kind of failing marriage, and it's kind of. It was it's, pretty good. <laughs> what we were drinking our Chardonnay, <laughs> eating our fillets of salmon. It's pretty mm. good. It's pretty good. It was fillets of some kind of fish, but it wasn't salmon. And it was battered. It was chum. And it was covered in fucking fat. <laughs> I remember the curry sauce. Oh, the guacamole! No one asked. No one made you put curry sauce on your fish and chips. That's <laughs> uh, wrong. Uh, the, the curry sauce was not for the fish. It was for the chips. All right? It's always for the chips. I don't know why I have to keep rationalising my decision to have curry sauce when I go to a fucking ch- fish and chip place shop. place near me that sells English sauce. It's just ketchup. <laughs> that, is, that is fascinating. Dutch sauce. It's mayonnaise. Fren- <laughs> French sauce. It's, it's mustard. <laughs> oh, my God. God, that is wonderful. Oh, no, but they, there, there is... Um, I have seen a little tub somewhere that says on it, American pudding, and I'm, I'm sure it's just Miracle Whip. <laughs> it's been baked for three hours. No. It's very, very hard. American pudding. It's like something you'd get out of a K-ration. If you look at the publicity shot of Wiseau taken in 2016, this kind of sums up exactly who he is. That sums up him entirely because it's an extremely posed shot. You know, I mean, I wouldn't be that surprised if he'd spent a little bit of time getting his hair exactly to where it wanted he wanted it to be. It's be very careful here because I feel like if my dad got rid of his goatee, that might be exactly what he fucking looks like. Well, this is what I'm saying, okay? So it's it's like narcissism up to 11, right? It's, it's unbelievable. Like, every muscle in his face is... is moving to make that face to make that pout you know he's he's worked out like if i hold my head at this angle you won't see my jowls which uh you know i naturally have as i am 60 years old right he's you know his eyebrows and everything and yet it looks like a screen grab coming through a 480p webcam 
It's it's in fucking four by three. This was taken in 2016. I mean, what is this? Like, look Much how look how further, it, it overexposed it he is. is. Look how airbrushed it looks. I well, I think that's to his benefit. No, I'm sure he looks. I mean, he was haggard in in 2003, let alone now. Do you think he looks a bit like Christopher Walken? He does have that kind of vibe, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Christopher Walken to me looks like someone's kind of just put a vacuum cleaner on his mouth for like a couple of seconds and just just sucked out a little bit too much air. Do you mean he's very muscly? I mean Jeremy Irons is like that. What yeah. Very, very prominent features. Yeah, these tall tall sort of skeletoids. <laughs> I suppose that would be the word, yeah. I mean if Tommy if Tommy Wiseau's parents were really rich and they'd have just they just said, Oh yeah, our son's mad and we've we've got another son. He's the doctor and we've said to uh, young Tommy, he can do what he wants, so we'll gladly pay for him to go to the Royal Academy or whatever. You know, and he goes to the Royal Academy, he learns the art of filmmaking. Do you think he could have ended up as a a great artist? Because he certainly has the, the drive. No, I think what he, he could have gone to the college, he could have learned the craft better, he could have learned the techniques, he could have learned what to look for, the, you know, the traits this, that and the other, and he could have made... He will, I'm sure, had the impetus to make a similar product, but ultimately very forgettable. I, I always think that it, it's like if he'd have been at that college trying to make whatever the room would have been then, uh, you know, and then he'd have been like, I want to be a filmmaker, and someone had come along. Because obviously the room didn't start off like that, right? The room started as a play and then a book, which I'm sure were both terrible as well. I'm sure they, I'm sure the book especially is awful. Then it was a seminar, and then a kind of satirical <laughs> website, and then it was a then it was a stand-up show. If someone had said to him, maybe at like twenty-three, he'd just been studying filmmaking, and they said, "Do you have any any training in in actual painting, Tommy?" And he's like, "No." And they're like, "Well, just give this a go. Just try and paint the room, but as a single painting." And he does it, and the technique is crap. But the, like whoever says this to him takes him under their wing and he becomes this amazing portrait artist because of it or something. I kind of feel like if Tommy Wiseau was asked to sum up the room in one image on canvas, it would be a fucking surrealist masterpiece. I think yeah. it would be absolutely fucking batshit insane. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it would be It'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Potentially he's working in the wrong medium is what we, we could be saying. That's what. It, yeah, that's what I'm saying because... Or, I mean, not necessarily, but... It is it is interesting in the handling because it's handled so badly. But people have said that it's a a, a huge uh, money laundering scheme, and it was never meant to be big. But th- that just doesn't make sense. It would have been some proper shit. It wouldn't have taken six months to film it if it was that. No, no, no. I don't think it's supposed to be the fucking producers at all. I mean, no, I, no. There are there are better. Obviously, that you, yeah, then you take somebody else's make, money. Yeah, yeah. You, there are better ways to launder money, which you know aren't going to put anything at all in the public domain, which couldn't possibly draw any attention to yourself. Yeah. No, so so put on that. I've, I I I right here have debunked that. Well, okay, I am debunked. Yeah. Oh, so you did? You, you thought it could? You you thought it was a money money laundering scheme? No, but I just wanted to say that I'm debunked. Okay, very I've nice. Be, I've been debunked. This podcast is no longer here. My stank is now swinging in the wind. I'm stewing in my own juices. Stank? Debunked. What's that? Is that like a particularly smelly sort of salami? 
It can be whatever you want it to be, but it, it, it yeah. Oh, it, 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 helmet! What the fuck is that? Oh, it is my stank first. It, yes, it it will offend at least two of the senses. <laughs> yes, your your taste and your eyes. <laughs> and if you choose to grab hold, touch your hands. All of them, all of them. It 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 doesn't feel hot enough, but it's also cold. Oh. <laughs> you you kind of it, it, internal balance is off. How can something so dead feel like it's moving? Is Tommy Wiseau's weirdness genuine, or is it all an act, or is it exaggerated? Oh no, I think it's. I think it, it's just inherently who he is. I don't believe that you know behind closed doors he's you know he stops kind of slouching and he you know stiff upper lip and he's you know he's very well spoken, very well bred, and he just kind of carries about with his life. And he you know he's he's well, made like, this 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 success, albeit in a very bizarre route, but it, it nevertheless is success. It's kind of you know, what, it's, like, just, he, it's, he's, it's kind of this master plan. It's just so flawlessly executed and it's just so bizarre no one would ever think to question it he gets to be successful and invisible at the same time he's kind of you know there he's he's droopy-eyed looking he's on set greg sestero has got his coffee and he's like ah yes i think we will do uh another four weeks of shooting yes uh just a minute i have to take this call bye doggies (laughs) mavis i told you to call me here you don't think it's like that you don't think he's just a dude no, I don't think he is a dude. No, I think I think he is what he is—a very unique and rare beast. Yeah, I like him. I do too. Let's I, keep just, him. Yeah, let's keep. <laughs> do we need him? Do we need him? I guess not, but he'd probably scare the post away. <laughs> I suppose so. If you know, in, spo- in Actually, place of a regular post box, you just have his head on a stick. <laughs> Or like a mock-up of his head on this thing. Him sat on his ass with his mouth open, like, put the letter in here, postman. <laughs> All right, I'm never going to come back here. This is the last time. Now, no, clarify. It- now, when you put that image in my head, he's obviously naked, right? <laughs> yeah, he obviously. <laughs> with a fucking spiky dog collar around his neck. <laughs> See, that's a nice little embellishment which I hadn't thought of, which is thoroughly delightful. Uh, I mean, I like the way we're talking about, oh, yeah, and if we adopted Tommy so he'd help keep people away. No, he wouldn't. He'd attract all the freaks. So if he's, if he's wearing a spiked dog collar, is he the dog that's trying to eat Tom and Tom and Jerry? Hector. Oh, no, <laughs> is that the name of the dog? No, that's that the, name the, dog? The, tweet, the, the Sylvester and Tweety mysteries. So what, and Greg Sestero is Tom. And Lisa is the mouse. Well, if, if you want Jerry. to go down, down that route, I just saw him in a spike collar and I just wanted to see him jumping out of a doghouse trying to eat a cat. And I just tried to make it a little bit more um, uh, accessible with the mention of Tom and Jerry. But if, yeah, no, if you want to, I suppose we could transplant the entire cast, yeah, and see how that goes. So what, what you're saying is we should make a live kind of- action of Tom and Jerry where all of the cartoon animals are just naked men. I do believe people have questioned, you know, the... Uh, the need for Donald Duck in pants. Um, and I think this would throw that in sharp belief. I don't know about pants, but I think he'd go pretty well with some sautéed potatoes and a few mushrooms. Who would you rather eat alive? What do you mean, Donald Duck or Tommy Wiseau? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, whole? <laughs> well, I mean, you don't have to do it in an entire mouthful, I suppose. But, you know, if it was a duck, you could probably roast that whole and well, a reasonable but, amount but of no, time. That's not, but them, that's not eating them alive, then, is it? If I cook them to death, you mean like I have to start eating them whilst they're still thrashing about? <laughs> Just kind of like stabbing them while they're still in the oven. I think that's <laughs> they're in I, the oven. Okay, like I, I can't wait for them to, to die. Them. 
Yeah, yeah, but, but you have some awareness of food poisoning and like the back the pathogens that could exist inside uh, Donald Duck. Yeah, well, but like, you know, you're just I'm too really bloodthirsty. I'm really hungry, but I don't want to wait. But I know I should, but I don't want to. <laughs> Pretend, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and 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 when you say who would I rather eat? I mean, is that going on just taste or? Like who would be easier to subdue? Because I imagine Tommy Wiseau is quite a fighter. Oh yeah, no, he's he, he looks like quite a lean dude. I'm sure he's still quite lean at the age he is now. He's not someone that, yeah, he he's a bit of a wild card. He's not someone I would try to kind of like go for really because I kind of feel like for all what looks like buffoonery on screen, if I tried <laughs> to, if I went at him with a knife, he'd probably plant it in my throat quite quickly. You you like try and drop kick him in the gut, and you do, and it just breaks your foot and he's he just goes ah 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 i was in the spetsnaz i've yeah i kind of feel like yeah i could perform like a flawless flying scissor kick right straight to the fucking jaw and he would just catch it immediately yeah and just yeah that was it as soon as he's got hold of my ankle i'm done yeah yeah yeah, no i I will you know if i do live i will i'll never walk again at the very least you know oh no he'll make sure of that He'll, he'll cut your tendons out I mean, he's also the sort of guy who's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do a marathon today, but this is different because I've decided I'm going to do this marathon without drinking any water. <laughs> you don't realise he's been stockpiling for the last few days. He's retained he's like, water like a motherfucker. Tommy was so the human camel. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in his head as well. It's all like his forehead is like a, a good kind of three or four inches thicker. He d- he does kind of have that look. I mean, there's kind of like extra mass in places on his face. I mean, maybe that you know there is a practical purpose rather than sheer deformity. Camels are another one of those creatures that I think should have longer eyes. Longer eyes. Yeah, like eyes on stalks. Oh right, okay. Um, that's not hmm. that's that's not necessarily longer eyes. Eyes on stalks are, are like you know similarly shaped eyes. They're just on stalks, dude. I mean, <laughs> if you when you say longer eyes, I thought you meant like. Eyes aren't necessarily the. Well, no, they're already on stilts. The typical, they're they're not the typical spherical shape. They're more kind of oblong, and they kind of protrude forth beyond the eyelids, rendering the eyelids themselves fucking redundant. Well, like like I've just said, like oh, do you know what? I wish camels had beautiful longer eyes, like beautiful Egyptians. No, 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 not like Mm. not 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 width. I'm talking like it's if they protrude like beyond the confines of the eyelids, so. It, oh, so yeah, it, it sticks out. They can't really look left or right, really. But, so again, you know, I wish camels looked more like Stephen Merchant. <laughs> Big bulging eyes. We just slap a couple of sacks of flour on Stephen Merchant's back and we tell him to get on all fours. You got a camel. Easy. Yeah, okay. Well, fair enough. And what, what about Tommy Wiseau? Do you think he could ever make uh, another film again? which would be genuinely funny like this, or do you think he's too aware? Because he's certainly used the reputation of the room to his advantage. Yeah, I think he could like he, he could definitely make another room in considerable earnest, but I think even if he, you know, somehow did that regardless of, you know, his reputation, the reputation of uh, the room, I think it's everyone else that would kind of bring their kind of knowledge, their prior knowledge of the room, and I think that... I do not think it would be received in anywhere near the same way. You think why? You think people would automatically, no matter what this thing is, they would automatically say, "Well, it's not the room." Yeah, no, I think it. Yeah, people would immediately jump on it and uh, you know point their finger and say it's a you know question of uh, 
diminishing returns. And it's like, dude, this guy had one beat that, and and it's, and that was being terrible. You know, he was never he he's not going to make anything else. This is also terrible, but it's not anywhere near as interesting. So you're saying he's a bit like Orson Welles, in that he peaked too early, in a way. Yes, I wouldn't use the term peak though. Okay, he troughed too early. <laughs> I, potentially, yeah. I think it, 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 it's all because he he thrives on you know the fans, and they they have a very specific view of what he's done, and they will definitely they will view whatever he you know he potentially makes next through that. Well, through that window, basically, and I don't, not, I kind of feel, I feel foolish saying that, you know, uh, it's something that whatever he would do would need to be viewed objectively. I think it would, it would be monument. I think it would be terrible, but uh, I don't, yeah, whatever he would do would, I think, kind of be on a similar page, but would have nowhere near the same impact. Okay, fair enough. I, I'm inclined to agree. I think that even if he made something um you you know completely earnest i don't think it would really be be fully earnest because i think he would know that most of the people who are going to watch it are expecting something terrible yes, and yes yeah, yeah um i think that it would be extremely difficult for anyone i think it would be extremely difficult for anyone not to not to end up kind of submitting to that uh, you know and or even unconsciously making their film kind of a bit quirky or something um, and I also think that if he ever did try to do a proper film again um, without any laughs and it was it was full on serious, I think that really as far as he could go is he'd probably make it competent and as you said, just unremarkable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot. Of, yeah, if anything was played too too straight, it would be almost immediately rejected by the well by his audience, the people that would go to see it. Would yeah would would not accept it almost immediately on that yeah 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 I, I yeah I mean I'd love it if he if he did something and it was just like gobsmackingly brilliant well I would like it if a lot of filmmakers made something yeah. gobsmackingly brilliant but I, yeah. invariably they don't I often, often <laughs> think that as well yeah invariably they don't I, <laughs> yeah I do think that if whatever you know I think if he yeah were to make something it would still be kind of beloved by that but I. I by his fans, but yeah, again, I just think it would be. I, I think I don't know. Do you think the room is beloved by his fans because his fans are people who laugh at him and mock him? Does he have real fans? Oh yeah, easy. Yeah, I mean, there are definitely people. I think, I think we would, we would definitely be some uh, people that would like kind of like point the finger at best, but there will definitely be people that really carry that torch. You know, this will be like a staple of a lot of B movie fans. And I think that they will, yeah, without a shadow of a shadow of a doubt, um, kind of carry that torch and forgive a lot of things. And I think they kind of very genuinely love it for for what it is. I don't. I'm not disagreeing with that. But isn't that being a fan of being entertained because you're laughing at someone's shit attempt at a movie rather than being a fan of the movie? Yes, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. Um, but I, I just don't think those people will kind of look at Tommy Wiseau and think, what a fucking moron. I'm sure they kind of, uh, right, uh, I wouldn't I say respect him, but I think they really kind of, yeah, they really kind of adore him for it and what they, what he has made. And that's probably something that Neil Breen doesn't have. Cause no, he, I don't think there's going to be a disaster artist in the vein of fucking, you know, in relation to, you know, Double Down or anything like that. I, 
I think anyone's fucking trying to carry that torch at all. People know it's shit, and they've kind of happily compartmentalized that and moved on. Yeah, right. And fateful findings happen. Well, fucking hell. Whereas the room really did kind of penetrate popular culture, didn't it? Yeah. So, what, in, in summation, Neil so Breen can it, fuck off, is it, that right? In summation, Neil Breen can fuck off. Uh, Tommy was so um, terrible filmmaker, probably, I would say definitely a narcissist, like a full-on narcissist, uh, prob- probably made the room very sincerely, still better than James Franco. I hope this is past some time for you, dear listener, as your life bleeds away. See you next yes, time. Yeah. Oh, what we can do, you know, in that regard, is we can we can, um, we can scope this out in real time, so that we've got these nice hour pauses in between twenty-minute chunks. <laughs> Are you in prison? Is this the only media you could get? Sucks to be you. <laughs> there are four hours remaining. There are four hours remaining. <laughs> Oh, grommet!